It's great to stay up late. Good morning, good morning to you and you and you and you and you and you and you. Have you noticed I haven't sung that song for a very long time because Mark hates it? Don't you? Because you hate cheerfulness in the morning. It depresses you. I find you insufferable. <laughs> I find you absolutely insufferably optimistic and upbeat. But it's good because it means that you energise me at the point that we do coffee moaning, which is always great. Yeah, Good morning, before everyone. Before coffee moaning, he's a miserable bastard. I'm a miserable, well, I just feel like I've got my head down. I'm just trying to get all the bits and bobs in the right place. Um, oh, my God, that was so mansplaining. No, I literally want to be sick. No, all the bit, I'm just I doing just like stuff. to get all the bits and bobs yeah, in. So I'm just doing this way. serious work while you're being no, jolly. the boring work. Oh, the, the heavy boring. work. No, the, the, the technical work. work. Oh. Yeah, I can feel and a little bit of Ken going those on Those IG moment. stories don't come from nowhere all over oh. the bloody coffee moaning, you know. So it's just getting them right, making sure we're asking the right it's poll not, question. I get the polls wrong. It's not that I'm not jolly. I'm just getting the nuts and bolts of everything <laughs> yeah, done. No, some mornings I struggle. You were mansplaining. Yeah, all right. Okay, who cares? And God, very I'm much the vibe of Barbie and Ken. Hope you saw our review last night. It went up at one minute past 12. We were very proud of ourselves. <laughs> we were ready for our community here. You were going to hear, because literally there was, a, there was a global ban on it till after midnight last night. Yeah. And we said... So we, we at gr under great pressure, because we're madly busy yesterday, we got that done in the afternoon. So it was uploaded for you at one pit, minute past midnight. So who watched it? None of your podcasts. But no, loads of them did, I'm joking. I think you said who watched Barbie, no one no, can, no, it's not out. No, no, because you, because again, you weren't listening. Because you're not, your pronouns and nouns are shit. You've always said this This is so me. bad. So you'll say, oh, um... Kay and, and uh, Jane were sitting there and um, she said, and we all have to go, who said? And Because you, you know, you'll think you've already cut to Kay. You know that it's Kay talking. You go, so I was sitting with Kay and Jane and she said, da, 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 and we go, who? And it's every, did not watch oh it because God. there were spoilers. There are some spoilers. They're, but not massive. They're not massive spoilers. It's not really a film of spoilers. Well, it is. It's absolute nonsense. We're going to get into a huge oh. argument about this in a minute. We give a huge warning at the biggest spoiler, which is essentially the end of the film. The last which, line. And the last line of the film and the end of the film is, is a part of the film that a lot of people who've seen the previews say could, could divide people, didn't you? But it could divide people. And so we, we say at that point, stop now, stop now, stop yeah. now. So that's right at the end of the review, so but you can come are, out at the but, end. Uh, but if you're wanting the... I always say with any film, if you're oh, wanting the complete yeah. surprise as yeah. to, well, what actually happens to Barbie... Absolutely. Then, then don't I mean, any review is a spoiler. Yeah, essentially. By, by saying anything... I, I love going into films not knowing anything about them. I love it. Well, I did that with a film recently called Reality. It was it was such a sensational experience because it just transformed mm. I feel I for you, really, but because of your because of your job. No, no, I the, love it. I love it. No, no, with it's the movie. But, but no, people always used to say... No, 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 but I just want to... No, I know exactly what you're going to say, that you have to know all of it inside out and inside out for reviews and all that kind of stuff. But... For me, I'm one of those people, people used, always used to say, surely studying film and knowing about filmmaking ruins film. No, it makes it even more enjoyable. No, no, I totally get that and, and, and post the film, but I think the fact that you always have to know anything, and like, he's lovely, because if we go to the theatre, which hardly ever happens anymore, um, you would always, you do all the research for the best, and then I can just walk in and go, oh, what's happening, which is what yeah. I love, but you've, you've always... But here's a question I want to ask you, and it comes up in the review. 
I'm a, I'm a, not slavishly, and in fact, on the channel, sometimes I do reviews of films, I don't give them a score, if I, but scoring films, do you guys find it useful when film reviewers give, say, how many stars out of five or a score out of 10? We do them on the Popcorn Junkies on our movie side of the channel. We do them out of 100. But Nadia steadfastly refuses to. And I think that is, I understand why you refuse to. Oh, well, that's very decent. You okay. never, ever have taken the time to even wonder why people do. No, I know why people why? do. Why? Why do they? Because it helps them decide. Helps but it doesn't help what? me. It doesn't help me. Because... Laura right. Williams particularly looks for the scores. Yeah, so you see, when... I suppose I suppose if you're looking for oh, stars thank you, above... thank you, Score out of ten, because I trust your opinion. So, so, like, a star's above something, it's going to give you a quick in. Oh, God, ten stars, let's have a look. Oh, one star, is this going to be shit? But, and I get that, and I understand that. But personally, when I'm reviewing a film, and it always comes at the end of the film, and you will suddenly say, OK, so what out of ten... I, I just can't bring it all together, all the different things. I, I feel so, the weight of responsibility to hard. put it into numbers. Yeah. Because it's like my numbers would not mean anything compared to your numbers. And because I don't understand numbers anyway, and because numbers don't mean anything to me, yeah. I can't number things. Well, you see, I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting debate because if you think about it, Rotten Tomatoes, which is now the kind of gold standard, isn't it? I mean, films, when they're released, like Guardians of the Galaxy, um, this film, they will promote the fact that they are trending with the highest Rotten Tomatoes mm. score. And everyone gets very excited. It's a huge marketing except, detail. It's crucially important except, for the filmmakers. Do you know, I only found out what? fairly recently, because it said Rotten Tomatoes, for years I thought... Oh, God, 90% rotten tomatoes. I thought it was shit. Yeah, as if you're a green... You don't want to be a green tomato. But a rotten tomato? <laughs> oh, excuse me. What is wrong with yeah. the world? What does rotten... This is a good... 90% rotten. Now, tell me. <laughs> I know what you mean. It does, it, it, it's kind of and it was so upside down and back what? to front. It was so embarrassing. Because when I found out that it didn't mean that the film was 90% rotten, <laughs> it was one of Maddie's friends, young friends, so it was quite a while ago, and they were asked to see something, and I someone, oh, God, it's got 91% rotten tomatoes. And it was her and friend, thought, Evie, oh, super brain, went, um, I, um, I'm sorry, but that, that actually means that it's, that it's good. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's just like, what you don't want, yeah. I was so What you don't want is a green tomato. It's interesting. MeTube says you prefer how the Financial Times does a review, which is which is without a score. The thing for me is... Thank you, MeTube. Yeah. MeTube's standing up for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and MeTube's just, very clever. That's why I've just said what MeTube said, because it's a really important point. But you see, for me, you can have... That's why I like a really detailed and, you know, fun and engaging review from a number of perspectives. And, and I think for those who like a rating of some form and like to park it in some kind of threshold of oh god they must really think it's good i think for some people the score works which is why i do both but you're right me sometimes i'll do a review i can't think sometimes they're the more sort of art housey films that it doesn't feel right sometimes to to, to give a score on, on some films i don't no, know why bloody hell you backpedal no 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 no. but there are some if i'm sat if i'm not sat with anyone and i'm just kind of you know and it's kind of like either you're interested in it or you're not it's not really about that but i think for mains like when i saw the flash i gave it like a hundred because it was a good film for what it was in terms of a superhero film and I think sometimes 
you know, people get confused because like you said, you know, well, if you give 70 to one film, what else have you given 70? It doesn't mean it's not the same sort of 70. Well, that's your... No, you don't care, but I want to know, well, if you're giving 70 there, what else have you given 72? And it's so reductive when you've sat there and you've like, got, you know, effused and emoted all the things that you felt and all the moments that you loved. And you reduce and then you it go, to a number. Oh, uh, uh, nine out of 10. What, is it? what, 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 what? what? <laughs> you know, and you sat there all full of yourself, started off mansplaining. No, I did. Yes, you did. Minute. <laughs> you sit there resolutely at the end of everyone going, I think you essentially say everyone's a fucking twat. We had to act cut absolute out. twat if you end if you if you end no. up if you end up using a number, right. you're somehow no, reductive. This is, this is not fair because I didn't I do I respect that yeah. you need numbers, right? No, I uh, You don't respect that I don't want to I do, do respect that. You're the one who has a gimlet eye and you go, yeah, I don't understand why you... I don't do it. I don't do it. No. I don't do it. That's how you say it. I don't do it. Are you going to let me speak? If I have right. to. You were f trying to force me to give a no. number yesterday. There Wait, was no forcible behaviour in that review. Forced you? You had to cut the bits out. No, I didn't cut anything out. I didn't cut anything out. It went out fully fledged. You were saying, you were saying, come on, then give a number. I didn't cut that out. Go and check it out. I'm saying I was reacting to your... I was... It's not nice for a podcast. I was reacting... I was reacting to your totally dismissive attitude to any other way. Right. Can I... Well... Put your, finger, say, put your fingers here down. That likes a number. <laughs> I am not dismissive of it. What you were dismissive of was that I didn't want to give a number. No, I wasn't. Look at what's well, the review. Are you trying to I wasn't. Me? I laughed. Check the review. It's probably more interesting than a review now. Is I, I and I didn't cut a thing, a single bit out of it because I felt so solid. Well, I hope you didn't put that about in. about the. But what in? You go, come on, give us a number, and me going, I don't want to. Yes, it was funny. <laughs> because Mark, the way you say it is, I don't want to. Mark, you're, you like you're really booming. Okay. It's you, not nice for the people on podcast. If you don't give the film a number, I'm going to pull this No, if you do that, I'm, I'm leaving, okay. and I'm not coming back. I'm going to Put pull, it down. I'm going to get the fucking fly swat then. You don't know where the fly swat is? I do. If you had to give it a number, what would you give it? Oh my God, no, I'm no. going to brain you. <laughs> Just give us a number, Nads. Higher or lower, says Countess Scully. You know. Don't you start getting involved. Come on. If you'd like her to give you a number, because look, why are you an exception? Why are you such a staccato, why are you an ex voice? Why are you an exception <laughs> to so many publications, bar me to possibly the Financial Times, which is the only one that doesn't. Never thought, but you didn't think you'd be in alignment right. with the financial Listen science. To this. Why are you That's so to weird everyone? when they're all about numbers. That's strange. <laughs> Tell us why you're so different. This is what is annoying me. You keep trying to make out that I, in some some way, think of myself as the grand elite. I just yeah. don't like do putting numbers on it. Write numbers. Just just write the word numbers if you'd like her to give a number for Barbie, because of course this could, this could decide okay. whether you go okay. and see it. Okay. Okay. Marks out of ten for your chimichanga yesterday that I made you. I'd probably for for all chimichangas that you've made. Well, you'll have to give me the numbers, all of them, so I know where I stand within those within those numbers. Everyone's asking for numbers. They're all saying numbers. Okay. 
Get him to tell your okay. mother for the dinner last for night. For my chimichanga, I would give that 87. Okay, so the last chimichanga that I made you before that, how much would you give that? Yeah, because you can't, can't remember. remember the feelings. No, you I can't, can't remember, remember the emotions. No, I can remember, remember films. People want number Different for people Michelle Hofstein, number please. I'm not giving a number. Oh, Joe Green saying If no I number. give you a number, it will not be truthful. James Campton, numbers, but I don't know whether I want to see it or not. <laughs> oh, the Barbie, I don't know whether you, I don't know if you meant well, numbers. Well, but then I could give you five out of five. Then you're going to be stumped, aren't you? See, ah, five out of five, I think, doesn't allow for enough. What do you think of this, Michi? The if percentage do... that you brought in to Popcorn Junkies, I'm going to tell you it. A hundred out of a hundred percent. It's the Rotten Tomatoes percentage. We used to do It's the same Rotten Tomatoes percentage. A percentage is, I've never been good with percentage. Out of a hundred gives you more nuance, oh, whereas Christ. just out of five, sometimes you see reviews put three the and nuance. a half stars. The nuance. What nuance? In a number? Nuance in number? Oh, Mark, the, the pitch is driving me mad now. You are so annoying. Uh, Christos, can you wade in on this, please? What do you think? Are you a numbers man or are you a sort of impressionistic Financial Times me-tube feet up in the bath? <laughs> <laughs> Getting the, the pink paper wet. If you are a numbers person, that's fantastic. You won't want to come to me for my numbers because I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not saying... Well, seven times nine. Don't like seven numbers. Seven times nine. 56. <laughs> Is that right? No. 72? No. It's one of them. No, it's, <laughs> it's something like that. <laughs> so you 63. Say, no, this it's not 63. It is. Mark, seven stop times it. Nine. Don't try to do you know how confuse I did it? me. 10 times 7 minus 7. Oh, this is when, <laughs> this is when I lose <laughs> my shit. When people stop doing things and then minusing it to help them find the number. So you see. Welcome, James Go Campton. to him for the numbers because. I could give you a number now, but I'd also have to write a disclaimer that you cannot trust it. And so, in a court of law, it would not stand up. Anyway, if you want to know what our score is, um, no, 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 you've got it all wrong. I promise. On Rotten Tomatoes, they use fresh versus rotten, i.e. 90% fresh or 40% rotten. Yeah, but green tomatoes are bad. Fresh tomatoes are good. Yeah, the red, the red tomato You've all is gone good. mad. But it's Did a you rotten. Like the but they, I think what Nancy's is confused by is you call it what's your rotten tomato score? It is whether it's a fresh or a grit or a rotten tomato. Absolutely. But when they say ninety-one percent rotten tomatoes, well, yeah, it sounds shit. It's actually fresh. I tomatoes. don't want ninety-one percent. What don't they say ninety-one percent fresh tomatoes? Because the name of the website is rotten tomatoes. Tell you what's going wrong because there's numbers in it. <laughs> tell you what's going wrong. They've brought food into the fucking equation. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Christos, here we go. Let's bring some let's bring some sobriety to this this argument. I Morning, see, what is going on? See, that is, we're not going to be able to. Tell I see you that. the reviews and ratings, but then I watch the film and make up my own impression, or vice versa. Watch the film first, then watch reviews to see if my opinion matches reviews ratings. I agree. I, I think a lot of people read reviews and then moderate their interpretation. If I see a film's got one out of five in the papers. I generally will go and see it. because It enrages I, me. It's it, like, don't well, tell no, me one star. Well, yeah, it enrages me. Because often so many people don't get it. I mean, it's mm. really important that it's about trusting or knowing what you think the person likes and whether you've liked what they've liked in the past. Exactly. Like I mean, if, it's you just a actually, it's a bit of fun. if we actually drill into it a bit more... Yeah, let's drill. Giving a number is very presumptuous. It's because incredibly you're saying, insulting. I can tell you right now that it's a one. No, for me... Yeah. Right. It's a one star. 
But it's like, you don't know me to tell me it's a one star. Tell me what you think, tell me what you feel, and then I'll see if anything with, uh, anything of what you say relates to me and what I'm interested it's, in. My argument is, it's always about making up your own mind. I like to, even if I give something uh, a relatively low score, uh, sort of a bad, a critical review, I'll generally try and approach everything with a view to what, who is this being aimed at and would this appeal to the people it's being aimed at sometimes? Yeah. And sometimes I get really passionate when something has been absolutely slammed by the critics and there's no comprehension of it. For, for example, for example, into it. <laughs> for example, let's not go back there, but you know, I, I, I am still spitting feathers on behalf of the idol. I just, I just, you know, people just, and I think that's, you know, programs and shows can suffer because of actually bad scoring. So you're right. I mean, it, it's, it's terrible. A bit now. I think Nadia's bored much. now, so, so yeah, I am bored. All right, fuck it. Let's move on. Gigi Hadid. Gigi, how do you say it? Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid. She's half, half Lebanese. Is she? All mm. oh, right. Uh, she's been um, arrested uh, in the Cayman Islands after being found in possession of cannabis with her friend. They arrived on a private jet. They had cannabis and they had, I love this, they, they had apparatus. Uh, to use the ca said cannabis. I presume that's either a pipe or a bong of some form. Um, she was travelling with marijuana purchased legally in New York with a medical licence. So she, um, she, you know, so she was charged. She could have, apparently, I mean, I was reading somewhere, she could have faced all sorts of time in prison and you know, 20 really? months. Yeah, I mean, it's, it can come with quite a serious... Do you remember when Paul McCartney was put in prison for was weed? He? Oh, look, the same charge can carry a three-year prison sentence, hard labour, and for some, seven years really? and a £20,000 fine according to Cayman Islands law. But you said, when I, when, when I told you about this story, you said, Jesus, her mum's going to be angry. So <laughs> just, this is almond mother, isn't it? So remember a few weeks ago. Oh, she's ago. half Pal Palestinian, says Manar El Kazinda. Oh, I thought she. I thought oh. the father was Lebanese. They always say Lebanese on. Um, right. On um, Housewives of Beverly Hills. Maybe they don't recognise Palestine. Maybe, maybe that maybe that's why they say it. Um, so do you remember a few a while back we were talking about almond mummy keeps going viral on TikTok, doesn't it? Because their mum is a real momager, Bella and Gigi Hadid. A momager, a momager manager mum. Oh. She's not their manager, <laughs> but you see her all the way through so when they're growing the up words, on momager. Momager, that's yeah. yeah. And word. I just thought you'd slow the oh. word. Uh, Beverly Hills and, and yeah, Almond Mum. There's a whole thing on TikTok about because Bella, Gigi that, rings yeah. her and she says, I'm hungry. And she goes, eat an almond, but chew it for a very long time. And wow. and my favourite one, when she went, when she Yolanda. gave Gigi her, her, her birthday cake, Gigi's like this. And she said, oh, and she went, you're not going to eat it. And she went, mommy, I want some. And she took a bit and she bites it. No, Gigi, no. <laughs> It's like wow. it's her birthday cake. So all I thought when I saw this story was, oh my God. Because of course, she has a baby, she's a supermodel now, but I bet you she's still going to be told off by her mum. Don't you reckon? And then that got me thinking about the things that, you, that you've got when you got found. I mean, I, mean, I can remember when my mum found fags in my drawer, in my bedroom drawer, and I stood there with her in my room holding the fags and me saying, they weren't mine and I didn't know how they got there. Because I was so scared. Yeah, um, Clodagh says Gigi is Gigi is rebelling now against all of that. Yeah. So, you think? So it was a packet of fags for you. It's funny you should say that, because with my mother, who, Mum, I know you won't mind me saying this, pretty much done everything. When she visited me once in, at university, 
And she left and, and then she was saying she was going to come back again. My flatmate said, is your mum going to come back? She, she, we could inject heroin with her again or something like that. I mean, not that we hadn't, but she um, was so sort of... A joke. Yeah, but the, the sense of my mum was she did anything. She did anything and she was a sensory woman. So your rebellion when you were younger was actually to be a bit more, a bit... Well, well my, behaved, my, my rebellion was, yeah, to start in terms of relationships and all those and kind of well things. Yeah, 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 and all, all that. But then, but then the moment I do vividly remember my really, really, really disappointing my mum, which is weird, isn't it? And it's, it's embedded in me, was the moment when me and Izzy's mum were at my mum's flat. It was summer, uh, one of the summer recesses from college, and uh, we'd had a night of drink and... My mum came back from somewhere, she'd been away somewhere, and, and uh, there was a huge, she found a huge pile of cigarettes in the bin. Oh. She would not have lost her shit about drugs, alcohol, anything. She lost her shit big time. In fact, mum, it's the one time where you really, really were mummy. And she was, and I think it was because of the asthma and it was pneumonia, and she just was so furious that I'd smoked. Wow. That I smoked. Wow. And it was smoke, yeah, no, it was a real moment. I remember the first moment. night I met your mum, we drank and smoked about, we smoked about 40 fags. Do, do you remember us rolling around the we key were in Bristol? Drunk. On the floor. Yeah, and smoking yeah, fags. Just so come on, give us your stories of when, when you got caught out. Somebody there was saying that Gigi has, what, ha, oh, Gigi has Hashim, Hashimoto's disease. So maybe is, that's is, why it's medical. Oh, what's Hashimoto's is that, disease? Uh, Lee, I've got a note of your cousin, Yeah, Hashimoto, is that the... Oh, God, I'm trying to think what that is. Uh, does anyone know what Hashimoto's disease is? I can't look it up at the moment. Have you read I'm Glad My Mum Died? No. By Jeanette McCurdy. It's an amazing story about a child star and her controlling mother. Oh, you can I love, love that. Stories. Lucy Heaney, thank you yeah, for that. Make you. a note of that. Yeah. I'm glad my mum... Uh, do check out Nadia's. If, um, you're, if you're a member of the... Of the if, sorry, I just wanted to say... Cole Spruce. Cole Spruce. He, you know, that's thyroid, thyroid, that's right. Um, yeah, that's probably why she didn't go to prison because it, she can actually. It's, I mean, I didn't know that was for treating it, but right. yeah, it, it was there was a medical aspect to it. Just as a codicil to that whole conversation about reviews and everything like that, I just wanted to say, whilst we were kind of jibbing and jabbing and laughing at each other, if you're a part of the members area, please go and check out Nadia's uh, latest book review because it the one thing I will say is you always throw yourself under the bus about. Yeah, I don't know why. About you, you, I think, are one of the most 360 degree, all encompassing, most authentic reviewer and responder oh, to you. film, art, books, theatre I've ever come across in the entire academic everything. Really? You have the most. Bloody hell. Well, no, no, yeah. I, it doesn't necessarily mean I agree with everything you think, but you well, can't. Well, that you're not going to try and make me just give it and a I number. And I still want a fucking number. <laughs> but, but. I have to say, when you get a review, it, it's really processed in a very intense and thorough really? fashion. Fucking yeah. hell, I'll have to go and watch it. <laughs> so I, did, I, just, I, felt, I, got a bit, I got a bit Tom Sandoval there. I didn't mean to get a bit side-eye on that. Maybe it's because... Because I suppose I always think, well, you know, I don't... But check I out left, book review on I, I suppose Sunday it's because I left school very early, so I don't think... I just respond to stuff, I suppose. I don't I don't think things through or make notes or do any of that. So I always oh. think I'm a jumbled mess. Not at all. Because I go all. from here to there. From no, here and I can hear sometimes how you think that. But what you do is you, you are you are perhaps unstructured 
But in your lack of structural approach to your analysis, you often, like a pinball machine, hit so many fucking targets really? that go ping, ping, ping. And I love that. I find that really oh, cool. satisfying because I, I do go at things in quite a sort of, not formulaic, but I do go at things in quite a rigorous sort of thorough fashion. And I like being spun off to the side. And it's Blimey. like, yeah, yeah. That, can I just you say this is interesting? Said you want to be my boyfriend? I'm then. getting, <laughs> I think my ADHD drugs are kicking in. Sophie R. It's lovely to see you back, Sophie. I hope you're Hi, off. Sophie. Mark, supposedly that book, I'm Glad My Mum Is Dead, is one of the main things that the idol uses as inspiration, oh. according to The Weekend. Really? The Weekend. <coughs> we, have to, um, we have to get that. I have to ask him about that. Um, Lee Durant, me and my brothers got caught having a party. My mum and dad went away and came back early on a Saturday night and busted the whole neighbourhood in our house. Five boys, imagine how many people were there. Oh, my God. Lee. Have I told you guys the story of when me and Dina had to completely redecorate the house when we had a party when my parents were away? Oh, what, like the, like, like the, things, in, um, like the things in The Cat in the Hat? Like the two, you know, when, when it all goes mad. And they, we we, we just book. had this party. Some people came around. They smashed the place up. My parents were away. So we spent all our money, me and Dina, it was just completely redecorated my mum's sitting room. Oh my God. And we painted it yellow, bright yellow, because on the tin it looked like a pale yellow. Oh, and then no. when we. And um, oh my God, we were absolutely terrified. Anyway, and then we did this whole thing. We waited out in the drive, and my parents came back and pretended, put a blindfold on her, like we'd done a changing rooms. So that if she hated it, she couldn't say anything because we'd done wow. it and we loved it. So. Wow. And honestly, it wasn't until years later we told one more. Oh, we must get Dina to tell yeah, that story no, as well. That's good. So. And what about when Dina smashed? Oh, you'd have to tell that one as well. So it's my mum and dad... No, I'll tell it very quickly. Two brand new cars, right? Citroens. And um, my parents had gone away and they said that Dina could drive the car, Right. So she'd driven the car, they were coming back that day, and she said, oh, I'm gonna do it really, I'm really gonna clean it up nicely, gonna hoover inside, da, da, da. Now our drive, really weirdly, had a step, Natasha and Christos know this story, had a step about this deep. Anyway, so she's in the car, right? <laughs> I was in the drive. <laughs> she's a fairly new driver, she's got the door open, because she's hoovering the car. She needs to move the car a bit forward, she touches the accelerator, the door's open, it, it, it smashes Ooh. into the other new car, Ooh. and the car went off the drive. Every time I hear step. this story, it's agonising. Oh my God, everything went into slow motion. And I, and I remember Dina was like so upset and so terrified. So I said to her, you go in the house and I'll wait out on the street for mum and dad because we didn't want them to come mm. in and see the both cars. Wow. And the car was hanging off the thing. So... um. I pulled, uh, pulled up the cab, you know, before they pulled up to the drive. And I was like, Mum, Dad, Mum, Dad, so we're really, really sorry. Something dreadful. She didn't mean it. Something dreadful's happened to the car. And do you know what they both said? Because, of course, I didn't realise I'd never been a parent. They thought something had happened to Dean. Uh, so they were relieved. And they went, what happened? Was it? Dean was here in the car. She smashed them both. And they went, and nobody, my dad went, and nobody's hurt. And I said, no, and he went, thank God. Always suggest like, worst, infer worst news. Well, that, yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't do any of that, 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 consciously, but 
it, it was just the worst, worst feeling ever. Let's just oh. try to share some of yours. Uh, me too, I got caught driving the family car, went round the block, but we parked on the street. And by the time I got back around, someone had taken the space. Oh, oh no. no. That's bad. Oh, that's yeah. great. Ellie Denning, always remember getting back early from a holiday and my older sister had the house full of drunk six formers. House was rammed. Oh, Minky Moo, my dad found a condom in my school blazer pocket. Oh, no. Someone had planted it there. The, the, the worst one would potentially be your parents finding you having sex. That would just be horrendous. I got, well, caught, I got caught going into a friend's house when we were visiting another neighbour. They were so boring, was grounded for a month. <laughs> we had this funny thing happen at Loose Women last year. <clears throat> it was a new makeup artist. She was absolutely lovely. And she came into the makeup room just going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And we were like, what? What? And she just was ashen. She went, I can't believe what I've just done. She needed her dad to look for something. Oh, no. And... She asked him to go to her drawer. I can't oh, remember no. what it was he was looking for. And then she remembered. found she more than he was hoping for. Wow. She had a vibrator in there. <gasps> her dad. She was just, we were all so mortified. We just kept cringing and cringing and cringing. We kept going over and over. I said, is there anywhere? She goes, no, it's definitely, definitely. And, <laughs> and what it did he do? say anything? day at the job. Did you say anything? Did you no, no, he did didn't say anything. He didn't no, say anything. No, a classy anything. dad will have pretended he thought it was but some kind they of will, the two of them will now know massager. Then two of them will now know forever. I can think of something. Yeah, I mean, I, but he will. What dads do, which is quite sweet, and I, if you see something, um, and this was many years ago, if you see something that perhaps you shouldn't have seen. There are very, there are sort of, there are little trap doors and <laughs> emergency processes that happen in a dad's <laughs> head. There are little emergency buttons that are fired that immediately find incredibly ludicrous but strangely viable alternative explanations <laughs> for things, technically, that you can think, yeah, no, that's absolutely what that was. And you can dismiss it. I think he'll have done that. It's a kind of, I mean, it's a fail safe. <laughs> Is it worse you just knowing that your dad knows or your dad goes, oh, don't worry, everyone no, does these things? Your dad, your dad is so utterly Im immune to what the possible, possible inference of it could have been at all. It's just a piece of, it was, I don't yeah. know what it was. You just, just, don't just thought it was something it. for kind yeah. of, you know, sorting yeah. your skin out, love. Um, okay, <laughs> just quickly, just finally, before we leave Gigi and just quickly talk about the negative reaction to pregnancy, which I think is a great story. Um, thirst trap. Do you know what a thirst trap is? Yeah, I think it's like, you would show like a beautiful swimming pool or or you try and make somebody thirsty oh, right. by by looking, thirsty by showing for... them something gorgeous. Well, thirsty, yeah, thirsty well, that, for that, a beautiful that, villa, thirsty right. for anything, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because the Los Angeles Times says Gigi Hadid kind of dealt with the kind of news and the fallout from this arrest by posting a thirst trap. And I went to it thinking, oh, we're going to see a nice Diet Coke or something. But it was just extraordinarily skimpy underwear. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. And oysters, which is... Clearly... To make you thirsty. To make you thirsty. Okay, husband goes viral for his negative reactions. I'm going to have to just knock you off just for a minute, excuse the phrase, um, so that we can hear this. This is... Tell us what this story is about. This is... A, this went viral on TikTok, and um, this I'm woman recorded her husband uh, when she had told him that she was expecting her fourth child. She put an envelope on the bed and then inside the bed was a message. You know, God, these days, everybody has to do all this paraphernalia to tell them they're pregnant. And um, it went a little pear-shaped, let's say. Okay, I'm, I'm trying, uh, sorry, just one sec. I have to do all this kind of, I'm over to. And it just got, got us thinking about, God, actually there is an enormous amount of pressure, isn't there? 
on, on men, on how they receive that information. Because I think the thing is, it's always scary and exciting and a bit fucking hell. Not always. But I hate most... a surprise. So I really, I, I find it really, really good. difficult to react in the way. I can't hide frustrated. Anyway, this, this is the audio. When you're done. I was really disappointed with one of your reactions. Yeah. Hang on. I can't seem to. Where's the. Oh, hang on. Just one sec. So it says, when you're done having babies but get a positive test and your husband's reaction isn't what you expected, excuse the language. So she's just in the front of the shot. So she's got, she's just got the camera. She's, I think she's just expecting to come oh, in. Oh, I forgot. You got FedEx delivered that thing today. I opened it, but I didn't open the mail inside of it. What? FedEx delivered that thing today. I opened it, but I didn't open the mail inside of it. What thing? So the test is in an envelope. She's asking him to look inside it. He sat on the bed, opening up the envelope. No problem, don't even start playing with me. Listen, no. I need to know! I'm not playing. No, yes you are, I'm not, no. I'm not. No, babe! He's got his head in his hands. Babe, I'm not Joe, no. No! 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 It's not! Anissa, babe, I'm not joking. Don't, don't do this to me. Please, babe. Please tell me you're joking. No! Oh! Sounds more aggressive than he's, he's actually being. He's not aggressive. He's like this. He's like, he's like, no! No! Yeah. I mean, he really doesn't want a baby, does he? <laughs> he doesn't want the news. But, but, but then apparently they have the baby and it's all fine. And actually right. there was loads of comments and some from, lots from women as well saying, you know, I felt like that about my third. I felt like that about my fourth. But in the end, she was the biggest blessing or it was like... Is it all right to just be, to have a really negative... I mean, again, is this... I mean, I think it takes two to tango. What's your truth? It takes two to tango. So, presumably, he played a part in the pregnancy. Well, of course. You know, I mean... Right. <laughs> I think they have six children, don't they? Maybe he's no, just he like, had, I can't no, do it. No, no, he had three and this oh, is going to be the fourth. Oh, right. But, um, Don't do this to me, he said, Eleanor Frayne, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, no. And I just... I mean, I wonder how many men don't... Christos, what was it like? I mean, obviously, I mean, most, a huge numbers of people are extremely excited. And, but I wonder how but many I men think... have to absolutely sit on their At... hands and go... Because I think, oh. yes, they can... Okay, so take it that, that you love children, blah, blah, blah. So, so just parking anybody that never wanted a child... I think for a huge amount of people, there is going to be always a level of excitement and terror. Mm. I mean, it, for me, it ran, they ran par parallel. I mean, I think it's there's an, an acceptance like that women might cry. I mean, the, the standard sort of stereotypical image is, is a woman's in a sort of cubicle or in a toilet and they see it for themselves. And in films, don't they? There's kind of like either great crying or sadness, but absolute elation. And then generally when a man is told, it's suddenly it's a public thing where the man has to respond in front of someone. A woman usually responds yeah. to herself. Yeah. Goes back to this idea I often have yeah, about... Yeah, there's been so a moment many... of processing. Yes, yes. yes. And the but... man doesn't have the privilege of that private moment where he can just exactly. go... Exactly. <laughs> and, and I think, if I'm right, I think she had said, you know, it was a bit like bloody hell for me. It's this thing of everybody filming everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And true. I think that's a really good point. Yeah. When I think about when I 
got pregnant, it was like, <gasps> you know, so excited, but at the same time, total terror, mm. processing, mm. and then telling you. And I think but the very an first time I got pregnant, we were together, we found out together, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we yeah, were yeah. both so excited, sad, yeah. very sadly, I had a miscarriage. Yeah. And then there was, you know, two, two, twice more that I had miscarriages. And um, yeah, I, I remember one time I rang you at work. Mm. And I was so excited and you just weren't. But if I actually think was, about it, was, you were at work. Yeah, I was, yeah. You know, so I'm like bombing well, you in the middle. I've processed it. I've yeah. thought and gone through the, the processing of, well, last time I had a miscarriage. Yeah. I've done all of that. And now I'm here fresh and yeah, excited yeah. and you yeah. didn't meet me in the same way. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like the reverse of that was, of course, quite something. Christos, I was absolutely thrilled. The most joyous day of my life. Of course you were, Christos. And Natasha, I was terrified as well as excited when we found yeah. out. I kept going, oh my God, oh my God, even though it was planned. Um, Gemma Carpenter, apparently my mum cried for three weeks when she found out she was having yeah. me at 40. I was very loved. I think it's really important that you allow that because yeah, I wonder whether, I you know, postnatal depression, and yeah. I do genuinely believe depression kicks in, for, obviously not on the same scale, but de a depression of sorts can kick in for dads. Uh, because it's that sort of idea that this has to be everything and then anything yes. that isn't everything is yeah. like, oh, I God. I think it's a really important you know. point. And the thing is, is that maybe that begins right at that point yeah, when, like, does. all eyes are on you as yes. a man. Now, what do you think? Deliver. Yeah. You're on Deliver the, you're what on I stage. need right now. You're yeah. being judged as a dad from the moment you're told. And, and it, the pressure, and if you're not allowed, if you're allowed to express the honesty of your feelings at that point, then maybe, maybe, you know, you can avoid sort of later sort it's of... It's actually, yeah, issues. so really, I've never really thought about yeah. it before. Yeah, it's a good one. Anyway, we better wrap up. We have got loads to do. Um, I just want to say a welcome to James Compton to the members area. Please check out Nadia's book review. Also check out the one before. And Nanny Dye does a brilliant book review every, pretty much almost every other week that we don't read. Um, I'd like to sing happy birthday to Lee Durrant's cousin, Sarah. Aww. Happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Sarah. Happy birthday to you. And another birthday to Sir Simone Turley. Simone. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Simone. Happy birthday to you. James Campton. Sorry, it's Campton, not Compton. Sorry. <laughs> um, and if you wouldn't mind, after this is uploaded... Oh! We need to, the announcement of who won the vouchers is going to be happening from the right. Curly Cooks. Yeah. Uh, that'll be happening after this. We'll be posting it where? We'll be posting across it. Across all our Across all social, popcorn, all social media no, platforms. Yeah. Um, but it will be based on answers from here. So if you're not on Instagram, there will be a notice somewhere here, both on the community tab for members and non-members. So Last so time it took there. us weeks to find yeah. the person yeah. who'd won. So, you know, do keep your eye out if you did answer that question. Absolutely. And the other thing I want you to do after this is uploaded, please give us your score out of 100 <laughs> or 10 or five, or just don't give us a review. Don't give us a score at all. Be like Nads. Bye. Bye.